Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What. Today we've got Liam Quirk on. He's an SEO specialist working at Quirky Digital. Hi, Liam. Hi, Daniel. Hi, guys. Good to, good to meet you. Good to meet you, mate. Um, Liam, should we jump straight in? And do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, sounds good. So, yeah, my name's Liam. Um, I run a company called Quirky Digital, um, amongst some other brands. And, yeah, we are an SEO company, so we help businesses get to the top of Google um, by following Google's guidelines, which don't necessarily always agree with. But yeah, that, that, that's what we do. So where'd this all begin then? Why SEO? I mean, I think many, many people have heard of SEO, but but why for you? Why did you get into it? Yeah, so it's a bit of a crazy story, to be honest. Um, well, it, it sounds crazy to me anyway. Um, so I actually had um, a family member working in the industry. Um, he's, he's worked in it probably since since the beginning. Um, he used to show me little things he used to do um, and how he got websites to the top of Google. Didn't really think much of it. Um, and then when it got to probably 15 or 16 when I was in high school, um, got to a point where you actually sit down with a careers advisor and work out what you want to do, what direction you want to go down. I always knew I wanted to get into IT of some sort. I was interested in computers from a very early age. Um, and I was always messing about with them, trying to make them better. And then it, it got to a point where, you know, started doing job searching. And my initial thought was I wanted to actually go into the army and do IT, um, which I think my mum convinced me not to do it <laughs> yeah and said is there anything else out there so I actually sat down with this career careers advisor in school and was looking at various different roles and obviously SEO come up and it was something which you know subconsciously I knew about it and when I looked into the job descriptions um yeah went ahead and applied for it which was I actually applied for an apprenticeship while I was still in high school so this was before I actually done my GCSEs um and so i applied with predicted grades uh, i'm a predicted grades are much better than <laughs> what i actually got in the end so i ended up qualifying for an apprenticeship which when i actually got to get when i actually got to get my results i i you know i, I didn't have results to actually get me through the course so i had to go on and do foundational skills all that type of stuff so i actually started off um, working with an e-commerce brand and basically just doing all the grunt work. So uploading product descriptions, resizing images, making banners for social media, all the type of stuff that um, I'd probably outsource now, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. So before we get into actually what, what it involves and, and what your daily job is like, um, let's get your perspective on that apprenticeship versus, say, going to university and doing maybe a marketing degree that focuses on SEO or something like that. Do you value not having gone to university and got that work experience early doors? Yeah, well, that, that's it. I mean, I, I'm personally really glad I went away and got working experience. Um, I think in the industry, the industry changes so quickly. It, it is mental. I mean, the stuff that... I teach members of staff maybe six months ago that probably isn't applicable now. So I'm quite glad with, you know, the, the route that I went down. And there's definitely, uh, you know, when I interview people, I look more for examples of websites they've ranked on Google. 
as opposed to what people's actual academic background is. But then again, I mean, I've got members of staff that do content writing. They've got degrees in journalism, English literature, um, and for them types of roles, I think that is really important. So with SEO, it's you know th- there are lots of different activities which are carried out, and I think that if someone's primarily folk wants to go down the SEO route and be a technical SEO or be a link building expert, then the only real, real way of getting an education in it is is by building your own websites or either building your own websites or getting an apprenticeship where you are learning from you know more experienced professionals so let's break seo down what kind of things are actually involved in it we all hear the term we kind of understand that you have to do seo to to rank on google but what does the industry actually involve okay so yeah most businesses in our space and they'll work off three different elements of seo so it'll be content so it'll be, you know, producing blog posts, service pages on people's websites. If it's an e-commerce website, it'll be product descriptions, category pages. So it'll be producing that type of content that's, that's optimized for Google and that's really engaging for the user. Then the other side of it is you've got link building, which, I mean, not every SEO will think it's that important, but if you are a small to medium-sized business, you need link building um, in order for, for Google to trust your website. And that involves, I mean, you see the, the term digital PR being banded out quite a lot um, across LinkedIn. And it's it's essentially creating, you know, linkable content, engaging content, which people, people actually want to talk about on their own website. So that's another side of it. And the third part is probably the most difficult part um it's it's very i've learned it's been very hard to scale as i've grew my business since the technical aspect of seo so that's you know what goes on behind the scenes what you don't see on the website so it is it's the code it's the way the code's been written it's how different pages engage with each other in the background of the site it's how quickly the website loads so they're the three elements of seo and they're the three pieces of SEO that we pitch to our clients. So would somebody look to become a specialist in either of those those specific parts or do you become sort of rounded by learning all those parts of it? Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, me personally, I've become quite rounded in technical SEO and link building. But, you know, I can hardly write a, a sentence without Grammarly picking up loads of errors. So content... <laughs> From a content point of view, I'm pretty useless. Um, I'm quite lucky I've got a team that specialise in it. But for me, the, the best SEO would probably have niche down into a certain area of it. So, you know, they either are really good at the technical side or they are good at link building. I mean, people who are good at link building are typically just, you know, really good marketers in general, in my opinion. Then whereas technical people, they might come from a web development background and they understand how code has been written um and then obviously people who write content it's 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 a case of that a lot of time they come from that journalism background english literature background there are very few seo people i know that are good at all three things um um you know uh, yeah to be honest i'm yet to meet somebody it's good at all three things yeah jack of all master of none i guess um you don't really want that, I suppose, if you want to try and specialise. But for 
trying to get things to the top of Google, is it quite um, a fluid sort of um, job in the fact that the only thing I can sort of relate it to is um, social media where they change their algorithms and it can sort of destroy people's careers. But is Google changing the way and updating the way they want things to be at the top and therefore you've got to then adapt and update what you've done? Exactly, yeah. Um, nowadays, changes do happen. Um, but compared to maybe eight to ten years ago when I started off in the industry, the way them algorithm updates that were brought out, they generally did. They should wipe some businesses out. So the way SEO was done got like it got, got completely switched up. Um, whereas now a lot of people rely on tools. Um, there are the tools out there like SEM Rush, Hrefs, Safer SEO. Um, these types of tools kind of make you aware of what everybody else is doing, so you don't really get too carried away with your strategy and go, you know, too far down um, a certain path. So obviously there are lots of algorithm updates being rolled out, but if you're covering all bases of your SEO and you aren't doing anything too shady, you should be all right. And, you know, you're not going to wake up one morning and all your income disappears. Um, If that happens, then, you know, you've probably done something seriously wrong. Um, what kind of skill sets does somebody really need to achieve in this industry? You know, is it attention to detail? Is it um, creativity? Like what kind of skill sets do people really need? Yeah, so I'll probably break it down into obviously the three different areas that I mentioned earlier. So if you're a technical SEO or you're a content writer, attention to detail is massive. Um, yeah, it, it is massive. You've, you've, you've got to be very... You've got to be very picky in particular with everything that you're doing. Um, I mean, me personally, what, what's probably got me so far in the industry? Um, to be honest, a lot of people in a similar position to myself where, you know, they, they might run an agency where they've got, you know, staff working for them. It's probably question. I mean, the thing's probably taught me so far is questioning everything. Like literally, like why has Google put this white paper out? about how to, you know, what to do and what not to do. It is questioning out everything that they say. It's looking at your competitors' website to a ranking at the top of Google and understanding why they're there. And it's, you know, it, it's, it's being able to go away and conduct research and then actually action it. Um, and I think for me that, yeah, that, mind, that mindset of being able to question everything, I think that that's the, the most important thing somebody who's well-rounded um, but but going back to obviously the different areas of seo obviously content writers if you you know you've, you've naturally got to be creative you've got to think outside the box if you do a google search now for pretty much any how-to question there'll be like the first first and second results will be you know it'll be really good and informative pieces of content typically anything below that will all look pretty much the same um, and it's, if you've got an authoritative website, you can get yourself on the first page by just pretty much copying what other people have do, been doing and changing the words up a little bit. But how content writers really excel is how you make it engaging, how you make it creative and how you put your own spin on it, put your client's spin on it. And I think that, that, that that's the key with content writing. 
and then obviously with link building it's it's probably being able to create stories out of nothing um and i think that that's i don't know how i'd give that a name as a skill but i think that that's what you've got to be really good at mm. So if anyone's listening to this and they're like, you know, I'd love to get into SEO. Is there any advice for them, whether it be something they can learn, something they can read, uh, maybe watch YouTube videos? There's there's a ton of free resources for a lot of industries out there. And I just wondered if there's anything people can do for SEO. Yeah. So what I would always recommend is if someone's looking to get into SEO and speaking from an employer's point of view is, you know, build your own websites. Like learn how to build their YouTube video. Now they can probably learn how to build. If you know how to use a computer, you can learn how to build a WordPress website in a couple of hours. Build your own website and go away. Look at YouTube. Um, there are a lot. There are loads of resources out there. Um, I mean, someone I'm personally quite big on with with his content is a guy called um, Craig Campbell. His content is amazing, and you know they've got he's got beginner content, intermediate content content the strategies on there that you can then go away implement on your own websites you, you know it's, it's stuff you can pretty much do with, with a very small budget go away implement that on your own websites and use that as a case study and i mean it, it's what i i used to do while i was working at other agencies if i had you know when you work on client websites you're very limited with what you can do but in my spare time, I would build my own websites and I, I'd test stuff on them websites rather than testing on client websites where they give us a budget. And if we messed up on a client's website, then it would have a serious impact on their business and potentially the relationship between my employer at the time and my business. But if I was implementing on my, obviously my own website, I could pretty much do whatever I want and really push the boundaries. So I'd, th- that's, you know, if I was recruiting for somebody now to join the business and they have no experience it would be you know what what have you done in, in your own time to learn about it and what would make someone stand out would be actually having the, their own websites whether they've done a good job of ranking them or not it's you know it, it it's it's a good factor yeah definitely that's really interesting because we talk about this a ton on the podcast and it's CVs, traditional A4 versus maybe something like a LinkedIn profile, personal brand, yeah. you know, coming from someone in your position where you, you maybe look to hire someone, somebody who's got a LinkedIn profile and a portfolio of websites or whatever looks a hundred times better than just somebody sending you a C, C, you know, CV, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you've touched on the there with the personal brand as well. That's one thing that, I probably jumped on quite late. So I've got quite a lot of experience in the industry, but I've only really started to build a personal brand since the start of the business two years ago. Um, but then now I come across people who maybe they've got less experience than me, but they're, they're absolutely killing it on LinkedIn. And they can probably walk into any job in the industry that they want because they've built, that, built up that following. It's, it's really impressive. I mean, as I said, it's probably a different kind of marks and building building in your, you know, your personal brand. But I think anybody who's getting started in marketing in general, I think that's the best thing you can do is build your personal brand and build build up your own portfolio. We've we've met so many people through the podcast in marketing, um, and a lot of them actually are from the LinkedIn community. 
and yeah. the opportunities that they've got just through posting on LinkedIn. And you don't have to be an expert. You can just post your opinions or something you're doing, or I read this on SEO, you know, or I've read this t- um, take on SEO. What do you think? And you will literally over a year or two years, build a personal brand, and like say, probably be able to walk into any job you want because companies will want you. They'll want your audience. And I think that's the future, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. LinkedIn, it's it's probably Facebook 10 years ago where you could post stuff and get crazy or kind of reach. I don't know how long it is going to last, but it's been going on quite a while now. I mean, when I first started the business and I barely had a following on LinkedIn, I probably had less than a thousand followers and I've got quite a lot more now. I mean, I picked up my first first. Um, I'll, sorry, my first inbound clients was actually, I posted a picture of, it was literally, I used to live in my mum's house at the time and I was just in a, in a box room and I posted a photo of my desk and it was pretty much me just saying, you know, when, when I, I always knew I wanted to start a business, but I imagine it being a big fancy office. But, you know, I'm sat here in my mum's box room, took a photo of this tiny desk Someone picked up the phone to me pretty much right away and said, literally, he just resonated with it. And mm. I signed up as my, I think it was my third client, but it was the first client that ever come directly to me. And it was just basically from someone just relating to a piece of content. They didn't necessarily know if I was any good at SEO, but they, you know, they obviously bought into me as a person just off, a, off some type of post. And now if you look at my content, it's obviously a lot more, you know, proven SEO skills, proven that obviously the, the concept of our strategies work. But every now and again, I will throw a post in there that is a lot more personal. And someone someone might not even message me, but I might meet them at an event, which is local. And they'll say, oh, you know, I've seen that piece of content. That was really good. And they didn't really engage with it, but they, they remembered something and they remember you because of it. And I think it's so important. Mm, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and for you, what's been the biggest positive um, you've taken away from working in the industry so far? Okay. Um, obviously, aside from, uh, you know, I've built a, a business, which, you know, personally, the thing that makes me proudest is that, you know, I employ six members of staff that are all local to me. And I've given six people opportunities that, where I think everyone, I've not recruited anyone with more than two years worth of experience with people who are all relatively new to the industry. So having the ability to do that and just, you know, the, the, the pride that fills me with, that, that that's that's the thing that, you know, makes me happiest. But actually being an SEO, the, the thing that's, that makes me most happy about it is the ability to be able to travel and, and work from anywhere. I think that, you know, I've always been passionate about traveling. So I know that I could, pl- I mean, I'm planning a trip for, for the end of the year where, I'm, you know, I'm going to go to Thailand and I'm going to work there and I'm going to have absolutely no issues with it. I'm going to be able to work as normal and, and enjoy myself. And I think that that's what I love most about the industry. That's so good. Yeah. Wish I could do that. <laughs> um, on the flip side of that, though, what would be some of the negatives or the less favorable aspects of this industry? Okay, um, actually, SEO is an industry. Yeah. Probably the most difficult thing about it is 
when you're actually trying to sell it to people that have used SEO services before. So there are just so many cowboys out there. It's ridiculous. There are people that will just, there are people that will say they can do it and they've never actually done it before and they can't actually prove it. And I think that that's, that's the most difficult thing is there are a lot of people that have been ripped off and it makes it very difficult to, to convince people that, you know, I know I could do a good job for them. It becomes very difficult and um, the, a lot of people don't see that the value in anymore because of the, the previous experiences that they've had. And ultimately that's because, although it's worked in my favour, it's it's because there's such a low barrier to entry. And I think that's yeah. probably the most, most negative thing about it. There isn't actually any real formal qualification that you can get, or there's no actual standard that people have got to abide to. Um, and I think that, that 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 allows for pretty much anyone to get into the industry. But again, it it I think there being no actual real standard, or you know, you, you don't have to spend thousands of pounds to get into the industry. It makes it a lot more accessible for people. And yeah, so it, it swings and roundabouts really. For those sort of clients that you have that maybe have been burnt in the past, is it? And then you obviously do a decent job on it. Is it quite noticeable for them? Do they actually, is it quite a big change that they can be like, oh God, this is, wow, this is nine days, what we had before? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it is a nice feeling. I mean, I actually, I struggle to convert them types of clients. I mean, we've had a few where they've been burnt before and then we've done a good job for them. But me personally, I struggle to, to convert them typically because, you know, from a, a price point point of view, in the area that we're, you know, we're based, we're, we're probably at the higher level of, of you know, actual budgets that people would need to, to, to actually do SEO. Um, so when, you know, if we pitch a service to somebody and it might be, you know, £3,000 a month and they've paid £1,000 a month previously and, you know, people have done a, a rubbish job, if we're not going to convert it, it it is very difficult but when we've done it in the past where we have worked with people that have had bad experiences you know they have been really thankful for it and it is good and they're the type of people that will tell you know they will refer you into their network and say you've done a really good job way better than the previous company but as i said it does make things more difficult and how about progression in the industry? So once you're in, once you're learning, once you're going, I guess it's one of those industries where you're constantly having to keep yourself updated. But as far as progression goes and sort of climbing the ladder and getting higher positions, what does that look like for someone in SEO? Is it just mastering more of the aspects we talked about earlier or, or how does it work? Yes, yeah, so I mean, how I, how I personally done it was purely through, to be honest, it was, it, it was working hard and it was in my own time, actually learning new things and testing stuff on, on my own websites. So it was the stuff that I used to do in the evenings rather than going home. And, you know, at the time, because I was quite young at this point, so, you know, a lot of my mates were playing FIFA in the evenings and I was going away and just building these websites and just testing all this, these different strategies. So I'd go in, into the office on Monday and say, right, let's try this. And that obviously made me stand out against other members of the team because I was actually coming to the table with ideas and new strategies as opposed to following strategies that were already in place. So, but to be honest, I think that, you know, any aspect of marketing, whether it's SEO, social media, email marketing, 
paid advertising, um, PR, the, the thing that's going to take you to that next level is is actually coming to the table with new stuff. Um, you're only going to do that by, you know, working away in the background, in my opinion. And uh, would you still go into the industry knowing everything you know now? Yeah, I mean, so, well, so it's, it's, it's difficult for me to say because I've not actually ever done anything else. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the op- the opportunities it, it's provided me with. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's, I, I, I don't think I, I'd change my career path for the world. It's, it, it feels weird saying that. Um, I ju- I just, I'm just really into marketing. Yeah, I think that, yeah, if, if you was to say to, you know, the, the 16-year-old me when I started that apprenticeship, that I'd still be in the industry now. I'd probably laugh at you because I, I just wanted to try different things at that point. Well, yeah, it's weird. It's weird how it works out. Well, Liam, thank you so much for coming on and having your chat. Um, we adore chatting to people like you, um, really driven, obviously absolutely adore what you do. Um, you've built a business, you're employing people. It's really, really cool. So um, thank you so much for your time. Cheers, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you, find your business, see what you're up to? Yeah, so um, if you go on, I mean, main place, LinkedIn. So um, if you just type in my name, Liam Quirk, you'll find it there or on Instagram. So it's at Quirky SEO. So yeah, they're, they're the main places. And obviously we've got our website, quirkydigital.com as well. But I suppose that's more for other businesses because we're just trying to pitch your stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you again, Liam. Cheers, mate. That's brilliant. Thank you.